1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. Markel Fultz in a magic uniform, on a court, not a practice, and a game. Tonight, at the Amway Center, oh, it's such a good time. It's so exciting. Finally, some good news. Let's break down what to expect from Markel Fultz. A recap of what happened Friday night, and Shumo Kiki also playing well as well. But, hey, Markel Foltz is back. Let's hit the music.
2: You are locked on magic. Your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 28th, the last day of February. Where'd it go? 2022. My name is Phil Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter. At Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Markel Fultz is indeed set to return tonight against the Indiana Pacers. We'll talk about um, how he got to this point, how he finally got over the hump, ready to go, and what, honestly, we should expect from him moving forward. We'll also recap Friday's win over the Houston Rockets, as well as talk a little bit about Chuma Okiki and the way that he is playing of late. But before we do any of that, um, I do want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you're listening to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, right when we upload, uh, during the course of your day. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network? It's your team every day. Download them wherever you download podcasts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Marco Fultz is back. Like, like again, I, I, it's, it's it's just great to say that. Um, you know, again, beyond just the playing stuff, beyond the fact that that a lot of us do think that Markel Fultz will make this team a lot better, that he is a a really strong player who will improve this team and improve their organization and just and just give them another really talented young player to kind of grow and develop. From a personal standpoint, just being around him, even just a little bit. Um, this dude's been dealt a really bad hand. And just from a human, personal human being standpoint, seeing him put all the work that he's put in to get back to this point, um, again, ACL injury isn't the end of the world anymore, but it is still a lot of work to get yourself from, you know, having a knee that won't allow you to make cuts and make movements to being able to play on an, on an NBA floor. Um, just, I am excited for him. Um, and, and I think the the excitement among the magic fan base is just is just palpable. Um, it's it's just you could just tell how in his corner, everybody associated with the Orlando Magic is there. there, there are very few people, um, and even people who are not you know maybe who don't think maybe Markel Fultz is the, is the point guard of the future or whatever. Everyone that I have talked to, across the spectrum of magic opinions is just really, really excited and happy for this guy to get on the floor. So first first and foremost, just from a human personal standpoint, the work Markel Fultz has put in to get to this point, to be able to to get back on the floor, it's such a tremendous amount of work. It's such a tremendous amount of of effort. Um, And I, I think there is just genuine excitement from everyone to see him back out there, to see him, have this opportunity once again um it is this This is going to be something really special i mean I, I i don't think there's really any other way to say it or really any other way to put it um this is a this is just really 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 exciting um again it, it's exciting whenever anyone comes back and, and so much of this magic season has been about the frustration of guys not being able to get back and not being able to play and, and finally we're going to get to see one of those pieces to the puzzle back out on the floor. Obviously uh, rehab is a, a kind of lonely, difficult process. No, no matter how severe how big or how small the injury is, if you have to miss time and be away from your teammates, it is a lonely process. Um, it is a process that has these wild ups and downs. Um, as Markel put it uh, after practice on Sunday, um, he did not get cleared to play, or, or, or they did not decide that he would play uh, until Saturday, um, and, and the podcast with the Atlanta Magic pod squad dropped Saturday around noon. Um, it was really Friday into Saturday that that decision was ultimately made. Now, maybe there was a target date in mind. Maybe there, maybe they were constantly checking on him to see how he felt or, and getting those final checks from the medical team before giving him the all clear. But it, it, this appeared to have happened very, you know, not suddenly, but um, very much because this was the moment that all those check marks had been cleared. As Fultz described it, there were days when he felt really good, especially even early on in the process where he felt really good, that it would be the next day where he'd be sore. It'd be the next day where maybe there was a a bit of a scale back, slow down a little bit. Um, and, and that's just the reality of the rehab process. And don't get me wrong. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong. The rehab process is still continuing. Um, Foltz has been cleared to play. He has cleared all the hurdles that he has to clear to get back out onto the floor. But now comes the part where he has to regain his rhythm. Now comes the part where he has to regain the feel and flow of the game. Pick up the speed of the game again. Watch how, you know, it's one thing to watch a game on the sideline. We all do it all the time. But, you know, you drop me into the middle of an NBA game with NBA talent, supposedly, hopefully. Um, You drop me in the middle of an NBA game, I'm not going to know what to do. It's going to be too fast for me. It's going to be too much for me. It it, it takes practice, and it takes work to get to that level. And practice simulates it a little bit, obviously. and, and, And Fultz seemingly has held his own there. But it takes a little bit more to get over the hump. And so now we have really entered the next phase of his rehab, the next phase of his comeback. He's back out on the floor. He's back playing again. He's back contributing and helping his teammates in a tangible way. Now comes the part where he has to get back his rhythm, where he has to get back into the flow. And that's the part that's going to take time. That's the part that is going to, again, like that rehab process, have it starts and stops. It wouldn't surprise me if based on the adrenaline and everything else, Fultz goes out there and kills it Monday night, tonight. He goes out there and has a relatively, I'm not saying huge, but for the minutes that he plays, would not surprise me that, that he plays really well. Um, and, and that, you know, it just feeds off that instinct. He just feeds off that adrenaline that, that certainly the Amway center crowd is going to give him that this fan base has, has given him that his teammates are going to give him, but there's going to be a game and maybe it'll be Wednesday gets the same opponent. Maybe it'll be oh, whichever game he plays Friday and Saturday. Um, there's going to be a game where he looks rough, where that the fatigue, the stamina isn't quite there yet. Um, again, it, it like it's almost like a rookie season. You're just trying to figure out if he can play, if he can hold his own out on the court, and, and that's really where we have to be, and that's really where, where we have to kind of focus and think about these final 21 games for Markel Fultz. These final, this final quarter of the season. We are we're, we are in the fourth quarter of the season. Um, of officially after Monday's game. Um, this this moment, this this period, is there to get Fultz back into rhythm, to get Fultz back into playing and get Fultz back into kind of seeing and reading things. He does not have to be perfect. Like so many other guys on this team, like so many other things about this team, it's not about the results yet. It's silly again. It, yes, this is a win-loss win, business. The Magic just have to figure out if Fultz can contribute, and how he can contribute to a winning team. And so there's going to be flashes, like there are with Franz, like there are with Jalen, like there has been with Cole Anthony. There's going to be flashes of what he can do, and it's about building up on that. So, yes, be excited. Be really excited. I'm really excited. It, 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 that there's just genuine joy in the Magic fan base for the first time in, in such a long time. This is really a good moment. This is really a positive moment. This is really something so fantastic. Um, But be patient too. Don't be surprised if Fultz has his struggles. If he looks amazing one moment and terrible the next. We're still in the rehab. We're still in the recovery process. Fultz has been let loose. He will be on the court. He will play in a game there will undoubtedly be a minute restriction. And Fultz feels confident enough in his body and in his leg that he's not going to wear an extra brace, which is probably a good sign. But there are going to be starts and stops. There are going to be hiccups. There are going to be um, good moments and bad moments throughout the course of the next month and a half as the Magic finish off this season. It is so good to have Marco Fultz back on the floor, though. i um, I know right now it, it still feels theoretical, but it's going to be so good. Um, and it's it's something we've been waiting for for a very, very long time. So welcome back, Markel Fultz. Don't have to get it all back at once. You know, 12 points per game, five assists per game, solid numbers. But you're going to get there. We know it. We'll talk a little bit about Friday's win over the Houston Rockets, plus Chuma Okiki. Making a little bit of a surprising turn. We'll talk a little bit about how he's been doing this season coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. This is a time of year where I've pretty much given up on all my years' resolutions. I got home from work today, and, and I'll try and hop on my bike after work, even if even though it's a little bit late late. Um, but man. The Lakers-Pelicans game was not interesting to me. Uh, I still had my t- NBA 2K session I wanted to get in, try and get that limited ring. I, I I will admit I have not lived up to my resolutions. I've been sacking a little bit too much. Um, I, I got to get back. I got to get it all back. I got to get back to work. I got to get back to my focus. I got to get back to doing what I know I have to do to hit my goals for this season and that's why i am turning to built bars more and more and more instead of going for the chocolate that i like like those cookies like those chocolate bars built bars give me the protein i need with the chocolate fix i desire sometimes i'll we'll even grab for the puffs if you haven't tried the built bar puffs you're missing out puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy marshmallow-y, and just add to the add to the deliciousness of the protein of the protein bars that built bar offers All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. So you get that chocolate fix, but they're low calorie and high in protein. So this is really what you should be doing. You should be eating as your afternoon snack, replace that candy bar or as a great supplement to your workout. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Coming great flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. I love their cookies and cream. It's my favorite favorite flavor of built bar. I love white chocolate too. So I'm going to have to try that out myself. All these, all these bars, every bar that I've tried, and even some of the flavors that I wouldn't think I'd like are delicious. And there's new flavors coming out all the time. So check out the website to see what special flavors they have to offer. Go to built.com and use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. You might see me on their Tuesdays episode, because I'm sure the Markel Fultz News and how Markel Fultz did, will want to get around to the nation. But let's backtrack before we got the Markel Fultz News. Friday night, the Orlando Magic defeat the Houston Rockets, one nineteen to one eleven. Um, just a, honestly, just a really fantastic game for Orlando. Not a perfect game by any means. I, I, it was you could tell in a lot of moments that it was a game between two teams at the bottom of the standings. It was a game that had plenty of of moments of, of real difficult, uh, difficult play, really tough play. Um, both teams I felt like had the chance to pull away. Neither team was able to do it, but. Give the Magic all the credit in the world. You know, we, we you know, yes, it's against the Rockets. Yes, Houston has their issues. Houston has their weaknesses. And Orlando took advantage of them. But as I've said throughout the – as I've said, I'd rather know that they can do this, even if we have to qualify it a little bit, than to say that they can't. The Magic were looking to pull away in the third quarter. They weren't able to. Houston got back in the game. And then Orlando out-executed them down the stretch whether it was Wendell Carter making big plays, whether it's Chumo Kiki making big shots, whether it's Cole Anthony really setting the table well, um, or Gary Harris getting, you know, kind of being in the right spots, or just the defense doing the right things. Um, Orlando, I thought, played a really strong game just overall. They got great contributions from their bench, RJ Hampton and Chumo Kiki especially. Uh, Terrence Ross also had a nice game. Um, we'll talk more to you in a second here. Um, but it was just a really, really, really solid game um, for Orlando, especially the way the Magic were able to close that out in the fourth quarter. Once they got over the sluggish start, um, Orlando was down by 10 very, very early in the game. Jalen Suggs picked up three thousand like two and a half, three minutes uh, into the first quarter. Um, it, it was a rough game for a lot of guys. There's a lot of moments where this team could have folded, kind of just packed it in, just kind of licked their wounds. But again, I, I keep telling everyone this. This does not feel like those early rebuild teams with Jacques Vaughn. Bon. Again, maybe that will be proven. Otherwise, we got to start seeing this team make some progress. But there, there have been a lot of moments this year where, from my experience watching rebuilding teams, I would expect the team to, to, to kind of pack it in. Um, Frank, just I'm going to be perfectly honest. There have been a lot of games this year where I'd be like, Magic got beat up pretty bad it's only going to get worse. And instead of it getting worse, you know, the magic don't always win these games, but they do fight back. They do kind of rally. They do kind of ground themselves, bring themselves back together and push forward. Um, This was a game where they did that. Um, You know, again, very, very easy first game out of the all-star break. They were really sluggish. They didn't have it early on. They could have cut. They could have quit. They could have stopped fighting, but instead they kind of kept digging at it. They kept kind of getting back and, and pushing themselves back into the game and, I I think that that was just, again, this is just a really good sign of the culture that this team is building. Um, You know, Jamal Mosley really, Jamal Mosley said it after practice today. Like he's just, he said he really enjoys the spirit of this group, the energy that this group has brought, um, and and the fact that they're continuing to work together and kind of build the right things. Um, Again, it's Houston. Houston's defense is really bad. Um, They've got their own issues. Christian Wood couldn't hit a free throw to save his life, Um, but they were able to buckle down. Uh, not only get themselves back in the game and take control in the second quarter with a 31 18 second quarter, but buckle down, execute down the stretch, pick up a big win. Um, Again, it was the game never got like so close that it was really in the balance there, uh, there after a certain point in the fourth quarter, not at least not certainly not in the last two minutes, Uh, but Orlando just kept making plays that they had to make to, to pull this one out and, and to get a comfortable victory again. That's saying something for such a young team, for for a team that is obviously still kind of figuring themselves out and figuring out what they have have to do. Um, We'll talk about Chumo Kiki. He led the team in scoring with 26 points, 9 for 13 shooting, 5 for 7 from beyond the arc, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 1 block. That's a career game for Chumo Kiki. Um, It's been really, really good. He's been really, really special of late. We'll talk about him more in a minute. Wendell Carter, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 9 for 11 shooting. Uh, I am, I'm not afraid to say this. Um, we'll, we'll talk about our third quarter MVP here uh, a little bit later on in the week as we begin to look ahead to the final 21 game, 20, 20 or so games of the season. Um, Wendell Carter is going to be my third quarter MVP. If you didn't see the piece in the ringer last week, they did their third quarter review. They named Wendell Carter, their most improved player, of the third quarter. And, and the more I think about it, honestly, like, I don't think he will ultimately be the best player on this team. That's probably going to be, at least with the guys that the magic have right now, it's probably going to be Franz. It's probably going to be Jalen could be Jonathan Isaac. You know, there, there are definitely other options. Wendell Carter is probably the best player on the team right now. The defense that he provides the, his ability to coordinate the offense. Uh, I, I don't think he gets enough credit for the way he coordinates this offense. The, when the magic run their stuff through him, he makes good decisions, makes good passes. Um, sets really good screens. Um, he's, yes, he turns the ball over still a little bit. He's still a young player and I think still learning the right aggression that he needs. But Wendell Carter was a big part of this game. Just really kind of set the tone for the team. Kind of gave them some balance and some stability to allow them to get back into this one. Gary Harris at 12 points. Um, Terrence Ross, 10 points off the bench as well. Cole Anthony with 14 points, five for 10 shooting two for four from deep six assists 4 turnovers. Outside of the turnovers, I thought this was a really good game for Cole. Um, you know, I've been kind of in a long debate about him, but to see him not take so many shots, to see him be patient, to see him pick his spots a little bit better, see him distribute the ball a lot better. Um, I I think all the pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together for Cole Anthony. I think he's starting to play a, a lot more consistently. He's not playing maybe at the level that he was at in November and November, which is which is I think where everyone wants him to get to. Um, but I do think that he is taking some major steps for, um, the last guy that I, I that I really want to highlight here in this segment, RJ Hampton, uh, played his first game back in 15 games. So almost a quarter of the season there, 11 points, three for seven shooting one for two from deep four for six from the foul line, five rebounds, four assists, two blocks, two turnovers. Honestly, this was one of the best games I've seen from RJ Hampton. Um, it is something I'm going to highlight a little bit more on Orlando magic daily. I'll try and sneak that into the podcast you, but. Um, I really love this game from R.J. Hampton. Uh, Jamal Mosley's been talking all year about how he wants him to focus defensively, played really strong defense, got into the ball really, really well. Sometimes a little overeager, but that's, that's kind of how he is right now. Um, and I just thought he played with incredible poise and composure. Um, especially, you know, I, I think our big criticism of R.J. Hampton throughout the course of the season is that he's still going a million miles a second. He wants to just go, 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 go. Um, and... That gets him into trouble. That gets him driving too deep. That gets him making bad passes or, or being a little bit loose with the ball. Um, this game, uh, you know, the Magic have almost tried to avoid playing him at point guard as much as they can. This game really thought RJ play. RJ was forced to play point guard. Probably played a lot more than the Magic wanted him to coming off of the sprained uh, MCL. Um, but I thought he played with such incredible poise. He really organized the team. Got them into their sets kind of got them going, got them got them playing at the right tempo, too. It wasn't like he was playing slow. He was playing slower, but he was definitely playing at the tempo the Magic wanted him to play at. Um, he's able to set up his three-point shots really well. He's improved dramatically as a three-point shooter this year. Um, and so I I, I really love this game from R.J. Hampton. I thought he played very, very well. Of course, the star of the night was Chuma Okiki. We'll talk a little bit about him and how he has started to come around. And yes... I know the debate you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. We'll we'll probably talk a little bit about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, football season is over. But basketball is now in full steam with both pro and college hoops in their stretch runs. Yes, tomorrow is March. And March, of course, is the first day of Free Throw Awareness Month. Remember, donate to your favorite free throw awareness causes Make 7 out of 10 before you finish your practice. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Chuma Okiki obviously uh, did not have the start of the season that he had hoped for. Um, you know, he he's hinted that he had a little bit of an injury during the summer. Maybe kept him from playing summer league. Certainly kept him maybe from having the full offseason he wanted. Um, And then, of course, he uh had the bone bruise early in training camp. Missed a lot of the preseason. Missed a lot of training camp. Missed parts at the beginning of the season. And you could just tell he wasn't able to get his rhythm. Um, But... We all know how good Chuma Okiki can be. We saw a lot of it last year, saw the promise that he brought to the team, saw uh, the potential that he brings as a 3 and D guy and maybe something a little bit more. But continually this season, we saw him struggle in those areas. We saw him struggle to get his shot going. you was shooting sub 30% for a long time this season. We saw him struggle a little bit defensively, To be perfectly honest. Um, we just saw him kind of not have the confidence that He's gonna need to to be the kind of player the Magic are hoping for. Certainly, everyone behind the scenes also knows how good Chuma can be. Um, Wendell Carter was an eight, a- was a teammate of his in high school uh, on the AAU circuit. Um, and Wendell Carter said after Friday's game that you know he turned to Chuma and told him how good he is. Like there's a there's a constant positive reinforcement uh, on him, especially as he has struggled through so much of the season. Obviously, Friday was a huge game. A career-high 26 points. Did not seem like he could miss a three. He was hitting everything in sight. But more than that, he, he was playing with a tremendous amount of confidence. You could tell that he believed every shot was going to go in, but Chuma Okiki is not someone that's ever going to look like he's confident other than just by his actions. He is as smooth and as cool as ever. Just a really, really cool dude, um, to be perfectly frank. And so seeing Okiki have that kind of a game is big. That's been a continuing a a positive trend for him. Okiki for the season is averaging 8.6 points per game and shooting 32% from beyond the arc. Hardly the, the output anyone expected from him. In his first 27 games this season, he averaged only 7.4 points and shot 23.4% from beyond the arc. But in his last 16 games, essentially since he came back from injury or or, or so, Okiki is now averaging 11.5 points per game and shooting 42.7% from beyond the arc. If the Magic had hopes for what Okiki could do this year, it's what he's done in the last 16 games. Um, that show the kind of offense that he can be. Um, the Magic, for the record, have gone 6-10 and 10 in that run. So, you know, some correlation there, perhaps. The boost offensively is a big deal, but really where Okiki's making his money is on the defensive end, where he is one of the best defensive players on the team. His 2.2 steals per 75 possessions ranked in the 99th percentile in the league. He is someone that gets his hand on the ball a lot. His 3.3 deflections per 75 possessions are also 88th in the league. He has a defensive box plus minus a plus 1.5, placing him in the 89th percentile in the league. Considering the Magic are 23rd in the league in defensive rating, they're not a strong defensive team. To see a player that highly rated in a catch-all defensive statistic, again, a lot of steals in there, so that, that certainly boosts his numbers a little bit, suggests that, yeah, Okiki is doing something really interesting defensively. He's a, he's extremely active, and he is disruptive. And that is why there are so many Magic fans calling for him to enter the starting lineup over Mobamba. I, frankly, am in that group too. Now, I'm not certainly I'm not kind of saying batten down the hatches, you know, just you know pitchforks out, all that jazz. But I think that there is a very very valid point when even when you look at the numbers that whatever effectiveness that that Mobamba Bamba-Wendell Carter lineup was having before certainly waned of late. Uh, and I do think the Magic need to start priming their lineups a little bit for more of the way they want to play with Jonathan Isaac out there. And, and, I, and I think pulling Wendell Carter away from the basket is a mistake. Chubo Kiki has proven himself. And now that his offense is starting to come along, we're seeing just how good he can be. We're seeing just how good the Magic always believed he could be. Friday's game was certainly a big one. Friday's game was certainly one um, that will go down as one of his be- the best games of his career along with those two Golden State games last season uh, and the Clippers game that he had where he got a bunch of steals in that one too. It's not the first time Okiki's had a bunch of steals in a game either. No, this is starting to become a little bit more of a trend. While he's not going to average 26 a night, he is certainly going to Add a lot to his game, too. Um, he's certainly going to add a lot more scoring to his game and score and, and a lot more um, pickup to his game as well. Now that he's starting to hit shots, it's clear just how good Chumo Okiki can be and just ca- what kind of role he can play, and just how vital he can be to this team, too. Chumo Okiki is showing us just how good he can be. Hopefully, he realizes that as well. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter, Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Get and him like Google Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R philipr__me. And, of course, for latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, Be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Catch up on the league with the Locked On NBA podcast. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. On tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll, of course, recap Monday's game against the Indiana Pacers, tell you how Markel Fultz did, and get excited for that. And, by the way, Orlando City won 2-0. In honor of Markel Fultz, they won 2-0. Look at that. I don't think it was because of that. But great win for our Lions as the MLS season kicks off as well. Um, be some big soccer moments coming here in Central Florida in the next month. So get very, 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 very excited about that. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Lockdown Magic, welcome back. Markel Fultz, we are so excited to see you play tonight. We'll recap that game on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown. Magic.